Hey there, it's Josh, your Take One producer. We hope you're enjoying Take One, and if you're new to the show, you should definitely go check out some of our older episodes. Even if you haven't been keeping up with Dafyomi, there's wisdom in all the pages no matter when you read them. Most weeks, we've got new episodes Monday through Friday, but sometimes a page or two is so interesting, we'll wind up with a bonus take that we'll run on the weekend. And that's what you've got here today, from when Liel and I sat down to talk about how to think about making a toast. Enjoy. Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you one blessed page of Talmud each day in a way that hopefully makes it relevant to life today because the Talmud always has something wonderful to teach us. Today, I welcome back my good friend and this show's producer, Mr. Rabbi Josh Cross. Hello. What's up? How are you? Not dead yet. That is fantastic to hear because... I need some help today for reasons that would soon become obvious. So I'm reading today's stuff, and I come across the following discussion. The Gemara continues explaining the 10 things said with regard to the cup of blessing. And what follows is an almost infinite list of dozens of things that the rabbis said you should do with a cup of blessing. For example, as your giving basically a toast, right? As you're making a, a, a l'chaim, as you're raising a cup and drinking. Um, we will act stringently and not assist the right hand with the left. And he lifts it at least one hand breadth from the ground. Rav Ahabar Yaakov said, what is the verse that proves this? Quote, I will lift the cup of salvation and upon the name of the Lord I will call. Psalms 116.13. And he fixes his eyes upon the cup so that his attention will not be distracted from it, etc., etc., etc. They have a whole long conversation about that precise moment of what and how, basically, in common parlance, to offer a toast. Now, Josh, I know you have offered many a memorable toasts in your day, in weddings and bar mitzvahs and Shabbat tables and just drunken Thursdays. Uh, reading this, this paragraph about how diligently the rabbis thought of that sacred moment in which you hold that vessel, that cup of blessing, and make that toast. What does that bring to mind? I mean, I, I like the sigh. Like we're now opening up a real existential question. Well, it's because I really, 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 really like this concept, doing toasts, whether it is at a wedding or otherwise, um, because I think it's a chance to both, with some preparation, and then once you go to do it, you're also winging it at the same time, really say something about something. And it, it's where you want to be thoughtful and know what you're doing and where you're coming from and know what your mission is, and at the same time, be true to both yourself and the person or thing in which you're blessing. But it's a very interesting concept. It's, it's the one point in which we stop the meal in its tracks, right? Uh, and we bring a little bit of sanctity into it, even if we're not saying a proper blessing, even if this is not a uh, you know Shabbat meal, even if there's not a called for occasion uh, for benediction. This is the place where we stop the action in its tracks, right? You hear the uh, right. sort of sound effect, and you say, okay, well, now... I have a moment to call into mind why we're here, uh, mm -hmm. to to sort of kind of summon or evoke uh, the love that we have for each other and and really kind of imbue this moment with 
with a wonderful spiritual essence. So Toastmaster General Josh Cross, how do we do it? What's what's the secret to making a good toast? The rabbis give us, I think, one great insight here, which is um, fixing our eyes on the glass so that our attention will not be distracted from it. They're telling us basically, hey, listen, you have to take this very seriously. You have to completely focus. Here. I think there's something actually more practical in that instruction, even if they're giving you that reason, which is that by looking at the glass and my alcohol, I'm not getting nervous about the fact that I'm about to roast my friend over there. <laughs> or, or In or, front of a room with hundreds of strangers. Or say something met. that I think might be profound, but might entirely bomb. Right. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. One of my very best friends in the world, he got married in the fall. And this is a super left liberal guy, like food not bombs, sit-ins, all sorts of other things we won't mention, super left. And I told a story about how growing up, we're 15 years old, and I remember seeing Fear of a Black Planet and the Village Voice and all sorts of stuff on his floor in his bedroom. And this is the person that my friend Sean grew into be, caring and, and all the things that somebody who's reading that and Noam Chomsky at 15 would lead you to be. But then I let everybody in on another little secret. Not far from Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States on his bookshelf was Atlas Shrugged. <gasps> which is, whoo! Just right? verboten. Which, which is not. For a good progressive. Which, which, which is the book that, like, if you read at that age young enough, you grow out of it and then don't pay any attention to it any longer. But where I went with that was that there was an alternate universe where this person, this beloved Sean, went the Atlas Shrugged route as opposed to the People's History route. Right. Would not be a friend of anyone sitting in this room today. And then I remarked that we are all that we all should be grateful to be in the universe with this Sean. And the goal there was to tell something that was funny and shocking and something that maybe they didn't know about it, but also consider where all of us could have gone and be thankful for where we are now. And how did that go over? Oh, I got the best response of the whole wedding for all the toasts. Because come on, man. I made fun of Atlas Shrugged and Sean at the same time. So what other pieces of advice must we keep in mind because all of us, each of us at some point or another in life would be called upon to do what the rabbis are teaching us today. And sure, you know, uh, they're telling us to raise our glass from the ground. That is very good advice. Uh, they're telling us to take it very seriously. Also very good advice. What else should we be mindful of? I think the very most important thing, and this is something that I think I've seen and we all probably have seen, and I've probably done as well is to remember that it's never about you. Don't make the toast about you. Even if you're talking about your friend or you're talking about a thing that you're distinctly involved in, it is not personal. It is about what you're talking about. And so make it about the externality so that more people can relate to it. And it's like the same toast that you and I will give each other on almost any time we raise a drink. What do we say? Here's to your mother. Here's to your mother. And so by order of agreement, I would like to give the last word, not to our mothers, here's to them, but to Rabbi Chinana Bar Papa, who said, reminded us of an important verse that we should all keep in mind every time we raise a toast. This is from Psalms 134.2. Lift your hands in holiness and bless the Lord. Reminding us that every time that we carry a Kiddush cup, every time that we make a toast, every time that we raise our glass to celebrate, not us, but our friends and our loved ones, we should be thankful and grateful to God for giving us each other. Thank you very much, Josh Cross. Thank you, and your mom. 
This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.